You're listening to My Friend's Place on WGOTLP Gainesville. George isn't at home. Please leave a message at the beep. I must be out before I pick up the phone. Where could I be? <laughs> Believe it or not, I'm not home. George, pick up. I know you're screening for Allison. Hey. So, coffee shop? No, I can't. She knows I go there. It's not secure. Hey, I got another call coming in. I gotta let the machine get it. Bye.
Okay, that's brand new music from Chick Chick Chick. Here is what I need to know. And what I need for you to know right now is that you're listening to my friend's place on the BGOT LP Gainesville 100.1 FM, your local community radio station operating here in Gainesville. And let's do a real quick rundown of what you heard in the warm-up mix portion of my friend's place this week. Leading things off, you had Gorilla Toss with Live Exponential. After that, it was Pendant, Blue Mare. Then you heard one from Flasher called Sideways. After that, it was Automatic with New Beginning. Then you heard Astral K. Is it it or is it I? Yeah, a little bit of tongue twister there on that one. And then some reggae from Black Uhuru. Brand new day. And that's going to close out uh, what you heard in that first half hour or so of music. So uh, this past week was Oscar week. Each and every week here on My Friend's Place, I like to do movie and TV reviews. So today I'm going to do an Oscar-themed special. Now, what I'm not going to do is go down um, all the Oscar winners, because frankly, I've only seen about half of the movies that were even nominated. And let's be uh, honest, really the Oscars is going to be known for one thing this year, and that's the Will Smith incident with Chris Rock, which was really sad and very unfortunate, and I don't really have anything to add to what has been nonstop talk about that slap this week. Um, the two awards I do usually pay attention to every year for the Oscars are Best Picture and Best Director. Uh, Best Picture is Coda, which I have not seen. It's an Apple Plus movie, and I do not have Apple Plus. I know it's about a uh, deaf family, and the oldest daughter who is not deaf is. Uh, contemplating leaving and moving on from the family, so uh, kind of a sad family picture, I suppose, there. Uh, the other one that I pay attention to is Best Director, and that was one by Jane Campion, uh, and I have seen her movie, uh, Power of the Dog, which I liked, but I did not love, and probably wouldn't even be in my top 25 movies of the year, uh, much less Best Director or Best Picture, but hey, I would recommend you watch it, and it's available on Netflix. So, instead of doing a full Oscar rundown this year. I'm going to do my own Cramble Awards and also kind of a top 15 countdown of my favorite movies of the year and some of them you probably will have seen and then maybe you'll get an idea or two of some new movies you can watch. So here we go. Leading off at number 15 this year uh, for my favorite movies is Nobody and that gets the award for the most unlikely action hero of the year which is Bob Odenkirk playing the lead role probably best known as Saul from Breaking Bad and uh, Better Call Saul and also one of the best sketch comedy shows of all time, uh, Mr. Show, which was on HBO uh, quite some time ago. Um, In this movie plays a sleeper assassin so in other words, someone you would not expect to be able to kick butt um, who is a family man and he winds up getting drawn back into the scene through some unfortunate circumstances in the movie. Uh, Apparently Bob Odenkirk actually spent like two years actually training to be able to pull off these like fight scenes and I got to tell you all the work that he did really shows up on the screen so that's my number 15 number 14 Spencer which was actually an Oscar nominated movie for best actress uh, Kristen Stewart who did not get it um, but I am going to give Spencer my Cramla award for best feathered hair of 2021 and of course that goes to Kristen Stewart who's playing Lady Di in an imagined story where Lady Di is vacationing with uh, her royal family um, out in the countryside and a very tense and weird drama um, kind of imagining what her life was like at that point and of course her feathered hair is absolutely glorious so that was number 14 at number 13 fallout which wins the Cramla award of the year for best surprise of 2021 
And I absolutely knew nothing about this movie when I decided to watch it on a random afternoon when I wasn't feeling well after work. And I'm really glad I did, because Fallout is great. Uh, the basic uh, synopsis is that it follows a teenager trying to deal with the aftermath of a uh, major school shooting. Which, of course, pretty heavy. Um, but this movie, Fallout, is surprisingly hopeful and funny at times, especially considering the uh, subject matter. So um, that one's actually on HBO Max if you want to check it out. Uh, then at number 12, and my international movie, uh, Worst person in the world and I'm going to give it the best award for uh, best city in the entire world that I saw in a movie in 2021 for Oslo which looks amazing and unbelievable in this movie and now I really want to uh, visit Oslo um, in Norway um, anyway this is a foreign drama about family love and relationships it's really excellent but it's kind of been uh, mismarketed online as a dark romantic comedy which it really is not a romantic comedy at all it's mostly a drama in fact this one gets really heavy at times you know speaking of heavy movies before with the fallout um, about the relationship that the the lead character has with uh, the men and family people in her life so uh, still big recommendation for that that's my number 12 and then the last one we'll talk about in this break at number 11 don't look up which gets the uh, Cramla Award for Best Disaster Movie of 2021. And believe it or not, if you haven't seen it, it actually is a comedy. And the obvious comparison of Don't Look Up is to Idiocracy, a very, very famous movie from Mike Judge. And I think that comparison is actually pretty fair. And the movie basically is an allegory for climate change. And at one point I thought it was going to win my Best Comedy of the Year. Uh, that something came along at the last minute that I'm actually talk about in the next segment. So there you go. Uh, Don't Look Up, which you can find on Netflix. Uh, Best Disaster Movie of 2021 for me. And also uh, another uh, Oscar-nominated movie for uh, Best Picture, which, of course, did not win because that went to Coda. Anyway, let's jump back into music. And um, first up, you're going to hear Jane Incorporated with 2120 and speaking of climate change we're not going to make it to 2120 if we don't take better care of the planet and uh each other actually so here you go jane incorporated 
Mr. Danielle Ponder so long, and you're listening to my friend's place in Libby GOT LP Gainesville. Right before that, in the mix, you heard one from Jane Incorporated of 2021. Then it was Goldie, James Davidson, and Subjective with Breakout featuring La Medusa. Then it was Fred at Last One Day. After that, you had RR with Lover's Town. Then you heard uh, Carlos Truly with 108. And now you called up to all the great music you've heard this week here on My Friend's Place. So, in honor of the Oscars, or not really so much in honor of the Oscars, been counting down my uh, 15 favorite movies of the year. So in the previous uh, part of the show, you heard numbers 11 through 15. So now let's do 6 through 10. And coming in at number 10, you have Licorice Pizza. And it's the number 10 movie on my list, but it gets the award for having the best performance from a newcomer, uh, best known for being in a band, which would be Alana Haim, who plays kind of the romantic love interest in this movie. And it's super fun. It's a love story. It's set in 70s California, which is awesome. And it has a lot in common with another movie I really enjoyed from a couple years ago, uh, Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And I hear a lot of... Uh, basically comparisons to Dazed Confused. So if you like period pieces, if you like the 70s, if you like California, if you like Alana Haim or the band Haim, this one's definitely for you. Right before that, coming in at number 10, we have uh, Red Rocket. And Red Rocket wins Cramwell Award for the best comedy of the year. Um, also, simultaneously, it features the worst person in the world, um, who is played by Simon's Rex, who plays a porn star coming back from L.A. to a small town in Texas after his career starts to fizzle out. And um, he is a really uh, not a very good person, is the nicest way to put it. Um, but Red Rocket's really raunchy, it's really funny, and very, very, very R-rated. So if you're into that kind of humor, then this one's going to be for you. If you're not, if you don't like, uh, you know, lots of uh, sex jokes and bad language, then you can probably skip out on this one. But uh, I do, so there you go. Then right before that, at number eight, you have The Card Counter, which wins the Cramwell Award for Best 70s Throwback Movie. It stars Oscar Isaac, who's having quite a moment with being in a lot of motion pictures, including Dune and the series Moon Knight, which is about to come on. And... Um, He's excellent in every single role he plays, by the way. And it starts off with uh, Oscar Isaac. You think it's just going to be a movie about uh, gambling and people that count cards. But then, about, I don't know, a third or halfway through the movie, it takes a really weird swerve. And it becomes something totally different than just a gambling movie. So, um, that's my number eight with Card Counter. Um, at number seven, we have the movie Lamb. And Lamb wins my award for... Best Parents in a Motion Picture. Uh, so Lamb is one part horror movie and one part kind of family drama. Uh, basic synopsis is a couple in New Zealand. They find a half human, a half lamb, and they decide to raise it as their own like it is a human child. And in that way, uh, Lamb is mostly like a family drama for, I don't know, two-thirds, three-quarters of the movie. But of course, um, the mystery of where the lamb child actually originates from and what it is kind of turns into the horror elements in the movie and kind of a crazy ending. So there you go. At number seven for uh, my best pictures of the year, you have Lamb. Then um, right before that at number six, I've got French Dispatch. This gets the award for best 2021 performance from Owen Wilson. 
So um, I don't know if you're an Owen Wilson fan or not, uh, or if you think he's a great actor, um, but this was the best movie he was in in 2021, and he's actually pretty good in it. And actually, Owen Wilson is just a really small part of a great ensemble cast. Um, and the basic plot is they're working at an American magazine um, that is headquartered in Paris, and it follows an anthology-style story. I think there's either five or six different stories um, kind of following the magazine uh, layout. And it's directed by Wes Anderson, who is a great director, does really funny, quirky movies, and probably the best thing that he does is an amazing way that all of his movies look. Um, each frame is almost like walking around a really great art museum. So that was number six, uh, French Dispatch. And um, we'll do number one through number five coming up in the next segment but uh let's get into some uh music before we do so and you heard this song last week as closer track uh for my friend's place i'm gonna play it again this week because i love it so much you're about to hear alex cameron with k-hole Oh 
is new music from Soccer Mommy Shotgun, and you're listening to my friend's place on WGOTLP Gainesville. Before that, you heard music from Alex Cameron with K Hole. Then it was the Range Ricer with, uh, excuse me, the Range with Ricer Car. After that, you had Golden Apples with High School. Then it was Fontaine's DC with Skinny FIA. And then uh, kind of closing that set out before Soccer Mommy, you had Mad Honey with Odds. Now you're officially caught up to all the music you've heard this week here on My Friend's Place. If you've been listening since the beginning of the show, you know I'm doing my very special Oscar coverage this week. Instead, except for, I'm not actually going to talk at all about hardly anything that happened on the uh, Oscar broadcast. So um, what I have been doing is counting down from number 15 down to number one of my favorite movies of 2021 and awarding a very special uh, Cramela uh, award for each movie in my top 15. And now we're up to number five. Yeah, number five. And that happens to be the movie Pig. So... Sorry, um, Lamb, which I reviewed earlier in the broadcast, um, but the best movie named for an actual animal goes to Pig. It stars Nicolas Cage, who lives out in the middle of the forest in a cabin, kind of all by himself, and he owns a very valuable truffle-hunting pig um, that he is very attached to. Uh, Not just for monetary reasons, but he loves that pig very, very much. And fortunately for Nicolas Cage, uh, the pig gets stolen in a robbery because, you know, truffles are very expensive and truffle hunting pigs are probably pretty rare, I'm guessing. Not an expert on the situation. Um, so what happens is that sets up what you would think would be a total, like, violent John Wick-style movie where Nicolas Cage is going to recover his pig and he's going to kill everyone in his way, except for that doesn't happen. In fact, uh, Pig is actually almost the exact opposite of a John Wick movie in pretty much every single way, in the way that uh, Nicolas Cage responds to this uh, crisis. So, highly recommend that. That's going to be number five on my list this year. Coming in right before Pig, um, it's the best sequel of the year. And the best sequel, and normally I'm not a big fan of sequels, but uh, this sequel was very, very uh, awesome. And it goes to the newest Candyman movie, and it does what it does a really good job of basically of taking all the previous Candyman movies, which you may or may not be uh, familiar with, and taking all that mythology and kind of putting it into one movie, and doing a really good job of wrapping up some of the loose ends from the other movies, uh, kind of in a really neat bow. I mean, it looks incredible. It's got great cinematography, uh, great atmosphere. And it also has a couple of important messages. So it's got a little bit of a social social uh, message to Candyman too. So there you go. That's my number four. Coming in at number three, we've got St. Maud. And St. Maud gets the Cramela uh, Best of 2021 Award for Craziest Ending of the Year. So if you haven't seen St. Maud, and it actually came out really, really early in 2021, it is a very, very dark um, horror slash psychological drama about a young woman who may or may not be going crazy and talking to God and um, other beings, um, existential in nature, and um, it's really well done, and it's super, super interesting. Only 90 minutes, which is kind of a good thing, and like I said, it has the craziest um, ending of all the movies in 2021, so there's your number three. 
Before that, number two, um, speaking of really, really wild movies, we got another A24 movie, which is a production company that tends to buy up a lot of these types of movies and, and puts them out um, in movie theaters. And number two, speaking of wild movies, got Green Knight, which gets my winner for uh, the movie featuring the best naked giant woman award. Probably the only person in the world giving out that award this year. Um, but that is Green Knight. So if you're not familiar at all, uh, Green Knight is basically a super, super weird movie. Uh, and it's basically a retelling, I think, of a classic um, Arthurian tale. So like Knights of the Round Table. Um, but in a very, very weird and uh, interesting manner. And talking about movies uh, before that look great. This movie is probably one of the best-looking uh, movies of the year, cinematography-wise. It's one of the most original movies, and as I've said a couple different times, it is one of the weirdest movies of the year. So there's your number two, which is going to take us to, that's right, number one. And number one was actually maybe the easiest choice on my entire list. It's going to go to a movie that actually got nominated for Best Picture, Dune. And what can you say about Dune that already hasn't been said many, many times? It's the best of a lot of things. Best cast, best adapted screenplay, best cinematography, best special effects, um, best supporting actor, actresses. It's amazing in every single way. Um, best costumes. So you've got to really give Denis Villeneuve, the director, credit for taking one of my favorite uh, books and a lot of people's favorite books and finally getting a version on the screen that looks great is somewhat original uh, by original I mean kind of a different way of shooting it and making it all work and if you haven't seen Dune yet it's on HBO Max it is really awesome and it is the best of the best of the best of the best so that's a special Cramwell Award this year. Anyway, so there you go. There's my complete Oscar wrap-up of Best Movies of 2021. So let's do what we do best here on My Friend's Place. Let's get into some more new music. You're going to hear one from Saloon Dion, which is a great band title, by the way, uh, with Hey Hey.
A little bit, a little bit of love Goes a pretty long way Take a look at where you started from And where you are today You climbed mountains, swam oceans You got knocked down and kept going In the end you know you got to stay A little bit of love goes a pretty long way
It's music from the vaccines called Thunder Fever, and you're listening to my friend's place here on WGOTLP Gainesville. Let's do a real quick rundown of the music that you just heard. Uh, coming out of the break, you had Saloon Dion with Hey Hey. Then it was Eve Jarvis with Bootstrap. After that, you had Cigar Cigarette with Guilty Pleasures. Then it was one from Holly Cook called Full Moon Baby. After that, new music from Kurt Vile, Hey Like a Child. Then more new music from a great classic band, Weezer. A little bit of love, and now you're called up to all. All the music you've heard this week here on My Friend's Place, which I've been doing a very special Oscars countdown, which really didn't have anything to do with the Oscars broadcast, but I have been counting down my top 15 favorite movies. So if you're interested in uh, hearing what that is and maybe you missed one or two um, driving around, you can find me pretty easily online by searching for Cramela, which is C-R-A-M-E-L-A. While you're doing that, go ahead and give the Facebook page at WJOT a like and also um Bookmark the WGOT.org webpage, mainly because you can uh, keep up to date for um, changes in our schedule and the shows, but uh, most importantly, so you can listen anytime you have an internet connection, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, you're not limited by our FM signal. So there you go, a little bit of things to uh, keep a heads up for. Speaking of heads up, heads up uh, coming for April 21st on a Thursday, which is the Amazing Give. That is going to be uh, one of the make or break fundraisers this year for WGOT. So if you like um, the product that we put out there and you want to support the station, uh, we'll tell you how you can do that by becoming part of the Amazing Give on April 21st. And for the next couple of weeks here on My Friend's Place, for the closing track, I'm going to do songs. Uh, that are related to the Amazing Give. And first up this week, my very first Amazing Give closing track, got a great one from the hot Red Hot Chili Peppers called Give It Away. See you next week. (laughs) 